0: Hi, you're listening to the Wig Hackers Podcast, where you get the real feeling of what goes on working on the hair side of the entertainment industry. You never know where my rants will go, so stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to the Wig Hackers Podcast. And today I have such an amazing guest on Haley Evans. Woo-woo! Hi. What's up? Uh, oh my gosh thank you so much for doing this um do you want to just go over and tell my audience a little bit about you like 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 how'd you start like let's go there
1: yeah well first of all thank you so much for having me this is so Fun. I'm so excited to be here. You. Um, do you want to hear my extension journey or my hair journey? First,
0: hair extensions okay. is 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 later because I love ha- I love extensions. And, um, okay, so.
1: perfect. Did I just like ruin the secret of what no. we're talking about? Okay. Not at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I okay, think great. they have an
1: idea. <laughs> perfect. Um, okay, so I've been in the industry for. I, I actually think this is my 14th year, which wow. is wild. Um, I went to cosmetology school my junior and senior year of high school. Yeah. And I graduated high school having my cosmetology license. And I went in immediately into being an assistant um, for about a year at a small-town salon um, where I did everything. I did men's cuts and color and it was such a great starting point. I worked to commission um, and then I started getting kind of burnout. I was basically seeing how much money I was bringing in for the salon versus what my paychecks were. Uh, and yeah. yeah, you know, that like dagger to your <laughs> soul. Um, <laughs> So I actually took a six month break from doing hair. I went into sales for a corporate gym, and it was one of the best worst jobs I've ever had. I learned so many valuable things uh, that I actually took into starting my own business. But I would never work for that company ever again. <laughs> so I mean,
0: we have to learn, right? We go through life, we have to learn. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, and it was definitely worth the experience, but, um, I learned so much about selling and I, it has really played well into my extension journey actually. Um, so I started my own business in 2013 or 14, I believe. So I, um, started renting a, at a salon suite where I continued to do what I had been doing Um, for the last, you know, five years, and I just just want
0: to go over, because in New Jersey, we're not allowed to have salon suites.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: it's against the law. So uh, do you want to just tell what tell my listeners what that is exactly? Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. So a salon suite is basically a Big salon, a big building that has all of these smaller studios. so some of them have a single chair, some of them have a double chair, and you rent from the salon studio. so they're basically your landlord. You can run your own business however you would like to within that studio. so okay. it's kind of the best of both worlds. you're not a salon owner, but you're also so you don't have all of that to worry about, but right. you do get to run your own business how you want. so I did that um, for a few years and During that journey was when I really, they don't teach you business inside of hair school ever, right? So I started really like seeing, okay, like I can do a third of the work that I was doing at my commission salon and I can make the same amount of money. So it just slowly started the gears turning and I continued doing that. I changed over how I was using social media to market my business Mm -hmm. kind of unintentionally, but it worked. I was slowly seeing all of these drastic changes in just how my schedule was looking. I was getting booked further and further out. Um, And so I was at that studio for, I think about four years. And then one of my very best friends, she owns, um, an eyelash, she's an eyelash extension specialist. And so she was like, Hey, I'm opening Swan. Do you want to come work, work there same thing? It'd be, you know, I'd still be renting, um, just for my friend this time. So in making that move was when I noticed just a radical shift in, in my business, I, and then that was when I kind of started diving into extensions, so.
0: Yeah, so, okay, so now, how did you get into
1: extensions? That's so, what I want to know. <laughs> okay, I hated extensions, it's like funny telling this story, and I feel like, I don't know if you can relate to this experience, but you know when you don't want to do something, but every sign is like pointing you, like this is the path you need to take, this Roller is the path you need to me. take. Yes. Yeah
0: hated them yeah it's it's you know it's a six-figure income right now you
1: know like wild right and I hated them
0: in school hated them yes yeah
1: it's like everything was pointing me like in extensions my one of my favorite clients was like Haley she's been asking me for years if you don't give me extensions I'm going to go to somebody who does (laughs) right so I'm like oh fine so I actually didn't end up having to give her her first set of extensions. I I colored her hair, and then one of my friends did them. Well, my friend, like, up and left the state. So I ended up having to maintain these extensions that I hated doing. Uh, So I told her, I was like, listen, I have to find an extension method that I like and I can stand behind and that I don't hate um, if Uh, I want to keep doing That's my next question.
0: Oh my gosh, you're answering all of them. Because it's like, I want... (laughs) I'm like, where did you start? How did, like, how how many uh, different companies did you go through? What was your process to finding the hair that you're at? So I don't know if you can segue that into your...
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I was doing the, I've done the keratin bond of the individuals and the beaded individuals. I don't even, the I-tip, I think that's what they're called. I don't even know the actual name of them. If This tells you how much I hated doing them. So, and when I say did them, like girls in my previous salon taught me how to do them. I never went to a certification. I never went to a training. It was just like, Hey girl, like show me what to do. I'll do it. Yeah. So I started researching and at the time, uh, natural beaded rose caught my eye and I looked at these photos and I was like, there is no way that that is like real life, that this is an actual thing. It looks too good to be true. And my dad always told me "If it looks too good to be true. It usually is. Mm. Right. So I started looking for a bad review. I wanted to see like, okay, too where's diligent. this? Yeah. yeah. Couldn't find one. I did find one. It was on Tumblr. Who writes a review on Tumblr? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, no. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And they had an application at the time that you had to fill out to be able to take this training. And it took me 45 minutes to get through it. And I was like, what, what am I getting myself into? Like, I have no idea. So that w- that really started the extension journey for me. I, when I decided to do it, I wanted to be able to make my investment back in my training. I had no idea what was ahead of me. I, I'm in Columbus Ohio and nobody else was offering uh, natural beaded rows specifically, mm-hmm. but I don't even know if hand tied hand tied extensions were a thing right. yet. Um, so when I got into my training, I just started documenting it on social media and sharing my journey, sharing what I was doing. And before I knew it, I had a wait list of like 25 people who wanted mm-hmm. more information. And it was wild because it was like, I just wanted to make my money back. You know what I mean? I I had no idea. And then about a year later, I only take extensions. I work three days a week. Um,
0: that's, it, it's, yeah. quite, that, that's amazing. Yeah. Three days a week.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Wonderful. So um, do you have a brand that you like? Like how do you source your hair? What's your... Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm a hair, I'm a little hair snob. So like, I, I love all that information.
1: Absolutely. So, so I do, I offer natural beaded rose and invisible bead extensions. Those are the only two methods that I offer. Um, My hair, I use Covet and Maine exclusively. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Have you heard of them?
0: I have. I have. Okay.
1: So that's the only company that I personally work with. I have a great relationship with their founder and CEO. Um, And they- How did you find them? <laughs> through a hair crisis actually <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> when I first started working with NBR they we all had to use it was Boheme. I don't know if you're familiar mm. with that company um and it was great at first and then the hand-tied world just kind of exploded from there and the yeah. quality am I allowed to say cuss words
0: yeah I don't care <laughs>
1: Okay, just making sure. Yeah, I do. Like, one might one might um, out. <laughs> no. <I'll... laughs>
0: okay. I mean, I say it's PG, but I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I haven't been Oops, taking down my bad.
1: Now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the quality just, like, basically went to shit, okay? Uh-huh. So, you know, supply and demand, well, the quality plummeted. So I ended up having to replace, I think it was seven or eight of my clients, uh-huh. their entire heads. Yeah, I lost e- thousands of dollars. E- so, like, nothing makes you switch hair faster than losing thousands of dollars. Hello. So... Covet in Maine was just rolling around and I, they weren't even like on officially on the market. They were running, like they were doing a test run with, um, their hair and some stylists who I knew who were using it. I think I emailed them 30 times. I was like, what do I have to do to be able to order this hair? I hear it's amazing. All my friends are raving about it. I want in, do I need to place a $10,000 order? Cause I will like, what <laughs> do I have to do? And before I knew it, I was like on the phone for like 45 minutes with this woman and she's like, okay, like place your order. And so that was how I switched and I've not had an issue since.
0: That's amazing. And shedding, it's like great. Like what yeah. what, what do you see the difference? Like what is the difference compared to like the, you've done two, right? You've done
1: two. Yeah. So um, they, the hair lasts anywhere, you know, four to six months is what we're supposed to tell people. I've had people Uh wear it for a year, Mm -hmm. uh, nine months, just depending on one, honestly, the color, uh, and two, how they take care of it. So Mm -hmm. um, Boheme was, I feel bad throwing the brand under the bus, but whatever. Um, Boheme was like matting. We called it crawling. So where like Mm -hmm. it would just go right up the hair um, shaft. It was so tangly. You'd like blow it out, smooth it out, and you'd turn your head four times and before you know it, you have like this big, big. rat's nest. So um, I've not noticed any of that with Covet and Maine. Um, it's a dream to color, a custom color, all of my extensions for my clients. Mm. So um, it's so super you, easy to work with and color.
0: What do you, do you get different bases from them and then color them? Do you get blonde and bring them down? What's your What's your process?
1: Oh my gosh. It like what's your or what's your
0: favorite? Do you know what I mean? Like
1: Yeah. So my you know, they probably have, I don't know, like thirty colors to choose from. And I think you're probably the same way we have like what six that we like to our go to's, you know. Go to's always have
0: in the bag. You always
1: have, you always will. It's like a tried and true, a classic. So I usually order From those six colors, I try to keep a really large inventory. That way, when I have somebody that wants to replace hair, I can just pull it out, pop it in. Um, But, and then I usually custom color everything down. So whatever that is, I, you know, blondes, brunettes, I intermix a lot. I use multiple, I usually use, I would say, four four to five different shades on each client. So just to make it fun and completely customized and those little differences too, make such a difference to the client oh. they they notice that in the long run
0: of course I, especially if anyone who knows anything about extensions it's a very specific client as well you know we want to, absolutely you know it's not uh just a you know clip in and go they're they're committed no. it's a lifestyle change you know i want to make sure it's we,
1: absolutely we... a lifestyle
0: right so what would you tell like a new person just getting extensions i we're I have my listeners they're a little bit of both you know they're okay. they're like clients who just love who I've worked with and then we have hairstylists who want to do other things who are doing wigs and want to do extensions extensions that want to do wigs so like it's just this world so what would you how what was the what's your maintenance for them what do you say like what's your spiel and you're like okay you
1: have them they're new here we go <laughs> so I I on this kind of starts from the beginning. I onboard my clients a little bit possibly okay. differently than maybe some of your listeners have have heard of. I require everybody to complete an extensive questionnaire uh, before oh. their appointment. So it goes over their hair. Write history. this down.
0: You all should do this. I'm going to be doing this.
1: You guys, That's it nice. will. I'm not kidding. It will change your life, and it eliminates as for the stylist. It eliminates a lot of back and forth it already paints a pricing and maintenance picture for your potential new client so that uh, when they are looking at your setup, like they're coming to your page and they're gonna say like, that's way out of my budget. I can't, mm. that's not something that I can afford. So they're automatically, you don't have to waste your time or their time going back and forth just to find out that it's out of out of their budget. Right. Wow. Um, so it goes over hair history, it has you submit your current hair pictures and your goal photos. Ah. Um, It goes over all of my cancellation policies, my reschedule fees, um, a ballpark estimate of pricing for your initial install and ballpark maintenance pricing. Mm. Every six to eight weeks um, is the recommended timeframe that they go between appointments. So that there, once I have that form completed, I get an email. I usually reach out over text to the client and I just say, Hey, I got your questionnaire. Everything looks great. I've actually had to tell people like, Hey, I'm so sorry right now. It's not going to be a good fit for you. Um, I think you'd be wasting your money trying to make this investment. Your goal isn't realistic or your hair's not ready. Reach back out in six months. So I've had to have those conversations as well. Mm. Um, and then we schedule a time for a quick 15 minute phone consultation where we go over any of their remaining questions. Um, and like I said, I keep a large inventory stock um, of different colors, so I, but I have an idea of where they are, where they wanna go. So then that allows me to prep a lot of hair ahead of time. And then when they come in for their appointment, we're just ready to go. So on our, cons- I just skipped ahead. I'm sorry. No, but no, our, this is on great. Our, on our consultation call, um, they do have to put down a non-refundable deposit to mm-hmm. secure their appointment. Great. Um, If they, for some reason, need to change or move that, they have to give me um, 72 hours or they'll have to put an all new deposit down Mm -hmm. to secure their spot. So it's worked really well for me. One, it sets the tone for the appointment with the client. It sets your boundaries right off the rip. Um, It eliminates any potential price negotiating that, you know, clients like to try to do, but it just sets everybody's expectations up super, super clear. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's been just such a huge game changer for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what the initial appointment looks like. So then once they come in, we do their hair. It's usually, I would say, anywhere from a five to a seven hour appointment mm-hmm. um, between color. Most of the time it ends up being closer to a color correction and that's usually what actually takes the longest. Uh, but I know. But it's okay. we plan for it. Yeah, we love yeah. it. Um, and then six to eight weeks, they are required to, before they leave, they have to reschedule their next appointment or they aren't guaranteed an appointment. Um, they come in we take their extensions out completely we do color if needed a shampoo conditioner we treat their extensions we color those to make sure the blend is still on point and we put them back in so that's usually anywhere from a three to a four hour appointment Mm.
0: oh my god okay a, love that. So, I mean, I've talked about consultation, 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 knowing the expectations of them and then knowing your expectations as an artist. Like, if you can even fulfill what they even want, then why bother? Absolutely. So, like, nailed it. I love it so, so much. Um, okay, we're going to totally go off topic. How did yeah. the podcast come about?
1: So, oh, this is so <laughs> fun. it So, my friend and stylist um, she we actually met through our extension training she lives in a town about an hour and a half from me and we met in california at our mbr training and i went out by myself she went out with i think three or four of the girls from the salon that she was at at the time and she basically forced herself to be my friend she was like hey like i'm going to do your hair when we get home and i was like Okay, like that sounds good. So she was my stylist for about a year, and I like I was her client. I paid full price um, for my own hair, and she was like, "Hey, I want to start a podcast. Is that something that you'd be interested in?" And I was like, "Absolutely! Like I would love to." I'm thinking like you know we'll start it in a few months. So I I say yes. I get a text like maybe a week later. She's like, "Hey, what are you doing this date?" And I'm like. Um, nothing. And she's like, all right, come to Dayton. We are recording our first podcast episode. And I was like, wait, what? Okay. (laughs) So we started our podcast. It's been actually a year. It'll be a year in July. And yeah, so we've been recording and it's mostly about our, our own businesses, um, extensions and just, uh, marketing to your clients, you know, everything that you kind of want to know about about an extension business um we have so much fun on it so we've everything's kind of slowed down since um coronavirus so we're actually getting ready to revamp and start recording new episodes Mm -hmm. again so we're super excited but i think we have like I don't know 30 40 i don't know 50 i don't really know how many we have we have a ton <laughs> yeah so it's it's very binge worthy um if you are looking for a new podcast
0: no totally i'm gonna put it uh, uh the nice the nice hair podcast all right yes. so i'll put nice it in the podcast in the description link it up oh yeah ah, oh yeah thank you
1: You're
0: Yeah. so sweet yeah so oh my it's God. a lot of fun yeah um Okay, we're going back to hair, you know. I like Uh, it. Where do you find inspiration from?
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, that's so obviously Instagram, social media. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the girls that I have gone through extension training with are amazing extension stylists. So we all have a pretty tight knit community I'm as I'm sure you do with with wigs, right, and so Very. it's so easy to pull inspiration from w- my fellow friends, my stylists yeah. out there um some of my my trainers that that trained me have yeah. amazing Instagrams and their clientele is beautiful i I gear more towards like the Southern California look anyways like that's just the vibe I love, yeah um and so And I think that's what a lot of clients want. Like, they're always like, what's going on out there? That's where MBR originated from. And so I think clients are naturally drawn towards a little bit more of that look, just Mm because that's what they're seeing all over social. Um, But I mean... (sighs) I, I would honestly just say Instagram and Okay. All
0: right. I mean, that's true. I mean you, you know, know what I, I mean? I mean it's not like oh I saw a rock and like, you know, yeah. what like, the color in that. Or like you know what <laughs> <Right>. I mean? <laughs> some people are like I've th- there's some cuckoos, you know. So I yeah. just like to ask, because you never know. Absolutely. You never I'm know. I'm
1: super I'm super low maintenance. So I would I okay. I'm high maintenance to be low maintenance, right? They're <laughs> so like, I get my... I don't
0: know I if you just... guys can see. I'm probably going to put a photo of her. Her hair is down to literally her waist, okay? I just... Yeah. No maintenance whatsoever. Hair, Zero. Perfect hair. When I say perfect, Victoria's Secret has, like, crappy hair compared to what she has on her head right now. Okay? Oh my God, okay. you're making me I blush. Ju- <laughs> I just have to say it, because it's true. I mean, it's all... The, every woman wants this. I mean... So, okay. Yeah. Um... Uh-
1: well, obviously, when you're selling something, you have to wear it, right? Yeah. I think it makes it a yeah. lot easier to sell. So, and if you're going to sell it, you might as well do I it mean, big.
0: <laughs> I mean, can I ask how many inches?
1: Um, it's 22. Ah. I wear three rows of 22-inch extensions. I think I have about, which I have really, I have thick hair naturally. Yes. It just doesn't grow very quickly. Um, I think I'm wearing... Probably twenty wefts, eighteen to twenty wefts. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's low maintenance, okay?
0: everyone. Very low, <laughs> so low. Low maintenance. I met
1: with my color. I just had my hair highlighted for the first time in two years. Otherwise, I've just oh. been doing like gloss, like shadesy EQ glosses, really? right? Yes, yeah. So I don't, I don't do a ton with my color. I like my color to last a really long time. I probably won't have it highlighted again for another year. Or so. So um, that's what I mean, low maintenance. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: The hair maintenance upkeep.
1: All right. All yes. Right. Yes. All right.
0: Um, what is your favorite go-to product? Styling. You don't have. I or you? Do you not want to? No, well,
1: it's totally fine. Okay. I dry shampoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I okay. wash my hair every two weeks. Okay. Um, the Living Proof dry shampoo is my like Bible, I should honestly invest in stock with them.
0: <laughs> you should?
1: It's, you... it's my go-to.
0: Okay, great. I love this. They give a ton of product, like they give a ton of gratis, so I hope you get their PR people because they will yeah. hook you up amazingly. Um, yeah, they're great. Uh, okay, great. Go-to dry shampoo. Uh, what shampoo yeah. and conditioner do you recommend for your clients with extensions?
1: I, have you heard of aisles?
0: No, actually,
1: oh. it's called Isles formula. Um, I L E S. Um, it was created by Wendy Isles, and it is a repair based line. So it's super moisturizing. And one of the things that I love about it, I'm actually not a product junkie. So I know this is what I mean. Like low maintenance, right? Like dry shampoo and oil, maybe, <laughs> um, <laughs> Hairspray, what's that? So I send home, they have a signature kit that comes with a shampoo, a, conditional, a conditioner, and a styling serum. And I send that home after every new install with my new clients. Um, so it's just super nourishing. Their conditioner and their hair mask are one of the most amazing products that I've ever used ever. And I don't get oh. excited about products. Uh, yeah. no,
0: I, okay. I, <laughs> so, I, I'm, I'm taking notes. Don't you worry. Yes.
1: Yes. They're absolutely amazing. And the serum is super nice. The thing it was created for, to basically work with every hair type and texture. That was mm. one of the things that when she created it, she didn't want it. you to have to use like this whole huge line to create different effects so that's one of the things it's simple the packaging it's all white black lettering it's super simple and clean I love it Um, there's not too much to choose from but that's what I recommend that's what I use uh, when I do wash my hair so
0: so your product lasts a long time
1: (laughs) so long it's probably it probably goes bad actually
0: (laughs) oh my god okay so if you have to um if someone out there that is listening wants to get into extensions what would you mm-hmm. say the process should be like what what is like their first step like what, what, what this would you
1: suggest? is a great question and this is actually a question that i get every day in my instagram dms um i would first of all do your research when it comes to the extension company that you're investing with. Um, I've done super, super expensive training and I've done cheaper trainings and I've done middle of the road. Um, I personally think that the two methods that I do are the best on the market right now. Obviously, my opinion, somebody else could say something completely no, course, different.
0: This is, I'm interviewing you, it's all about you, babe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but whatever method you decide to do, you have to put the time in. You have to put the work in. Literally, nice. I have a daughter who's almost thirteen, and she will tell you when I was learning how to do NBR, I would be sitting. At 11 o'clock at night after a full day of clients, and this was when I was working like a dog, like 12-hour days, I would come home and I would be crying, practicing on my stupid mannequin head because every day it was required that we had to practice for 30 minutes. And guess what? I did it. But it took me about a year before I didn't want to throw up before a new client came and sat in my chair. So it, it takes a long time to truly feel confident in it. At least it did for me. So whatever your method is that you have to invest fully in it. I, Mm. I think it gets tricky when you're, when you experience problems and you have frustrations and you just start hopping methods. Um, so you have to work through the kinks. Mm-hmm. Take models for as long as you need, but look at the education, the people training you. See who you connect with the most there. Mm-hmm. I would say that's honestly the start cuz chances are you're going to be working with them for a very long time. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, um yeah. I would also say and this is this is me. If if it's a class that you can go to and you're done and you're certified in one day, I'm gonna I'm gonna say keep shopping around because it takes a lot longer than one day. Yeah, okay. to learn uh-huh. yeah. an extension method.
0: Right, right. What so. was what was an aha moment for you?
1: Oh my gosh! Which <laughs> which which time? time?
0: Okay. The biggest one, like the biggest, like, like, I I don't, I don't, whatever reason, like, what was that? Like, whoa. Like, you know what I mean? In my,
1: in my training or just overall in my business? In your business. When I, before I started specializing in extensions, when I realized how much money I was losing by not Mm -hmm. exclusively specializing in extensions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I, that was like, that was huge. I was still working like a dog and I was making amazing money, but I was like, I I could, and not that it's about money, but I was like, I could work three days a week and make double, double. what I'm making now, mm. double. That, when you go to hair school or like, when you tell people like, oh, I do hair, they're like, <laughs> that's cute. right? You know what I mean? They, they I really do. do. And it's no fault of their own because most of the time, it's, it's not something that people take super seriously as a career or that they don't know that, what they can have with this career. And yeah. so that was a huge, a huge game changer for yeah. me.
0: I feel um, like that is the commitment to doing a craft. You have to yes. go all in, you know, no matter what it is. I mean, this is in general in life too, but most people don't do that. And I feel... Like with extensions, especially everyone has a different way of doing them. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And everyone from from holding something to differently, like like with wig making, you know, just holding the hook differently. Someone could learn something from it. So education and like living the life, you know, yes. living the life, wearing the life, breathing the life. Um, so I I agree a hundred percent with you. Um, yeah, um, you really touched all my questions. Why?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, That's great. Hold on, hold
0: on. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. The trial and errors of, of education. Like mm. what was your, like, I know you said to not the one days, don't take them, but like what, how many did you have to take? Like until you actually felt like, okay, cool. Or like, Ooh, this, I didn't like this vibe or like how many, how much investment, like what's that, I don't wanna say numbers because each class could be different from, you know, year to year and all that, but like time spent, energy spent, like all the trial and error, because now you're a master at what you do. Like, like yes. you can make a phone call and be like, okay, we're good, great, see you in 20 minutes, like if we needed to.
1: Absolutely, so this is such a good question. It's actually kind of a hard question. Um, I'm
0: trying over here.
1: I, I, like, I like it. I like to pick I'm, your brain. I'm here for it. So, I, I, if you know anything about MBR, it's probably the priciest extension investment you can make. And you can say what you want about their brand, about about all of that. But the one thing they do very well is their education. At least when, when I was in it. Mm-hmm. So I was a very early adopter uh, into it. They changed things, have, have changed things very drastically. I probably invested well over $20,000 with their education
0: mm-hmm.
1: through, throughout about a year period. And I think I was with them total about a year and a half. So it was probably a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will personally say it was worth every penny. Yeah. Um, it changed my life, it changed my business. Um, so that was a good one. I took a couple other, um, small, ex- smaller extension classes after that, that were, I want to say like six, $700 range mm. that it, I got a trip to Chicago. Oh, sorry. I just had a call come in. That's all right. Okay. There you go. Am you I are. back? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No? Uh, I got a trip to Chicago out of it. So like uh, that was, okay. you know, my bonus there. Um, and then my most recent one was in the spring with, uh, invisible bead extensions and it, the experience with that was really great. It was all virtual. Um, and the feedback and the coaching was amazing. Um, Mackenzie, she's there. She's the creator of it. She was wonderful. And that was a really cool experience. It's a similar process where she's very selective who she actually allows to do her method and who she Mm -hmm. trains. And I, I like that. I like the exclusivity of, you know, wanting people who do take this seriously, who, um, their clientele, their education, it's important to them. The work they're producing is important to them. They're not just taking anybody off the street and saying like, Hey, you can, you can offer this method. So I like some of that exclusivity covet in Maine is the same way you have to apply to be on, to carry their hair, to use their hair. Mm -hmm. Um, I essentially do the same thing with my clients. They have to apply to sit in my chair. They have to, and I think that elevates any experience off the rip. So, and the other, the few other trainings that I went to just, they didn't, they didn't have that. And Mm -hmm. Once that's the experience that you have, it it sets it the just, bar just a little bit higher. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So I, I like that a lot. Um, let's see. I'm trying to go through Ah, what was the what was like the craziest hair you had to fix? Like what was the one where yeah. you're like, "I don't know, like you just get to your dispenser and you're just like, what am I going to do? Where's my magic pill?" You come
1: I went through it, honey. Let me tell you, it, <laughs> I, I, the day is like so clear in in my mind. <laughs> I will never forget it, and I shot myself in the foot with this one. So, it actually changed how I structure my pricing, um, because of this particular client. Her color alone took me eight hours it was a 10-hour appointment um oh my god yeah and it looked simple enough right like you know she had probably blonde roots platinum blonde roots down to here
0: Uh, and just
1: wanted to be platinum again mm -hmm. and i don't know why i was like yeah no problem (laughs) sure got Uh, you girl i had to full highlight her twice uh, Mm-hmm. yeah twice
0: Ooh.
1: and uh-huh it was am <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> s- such a task and then um we you know it took it takes an hour and a half two hours to do extension so then that was you know added my assistant and i after that appointment was over we sprinted <laughs> out the door to our favorite little like margarita spot mm-hmm. right after and like the waitress is like can i grab you and before she could finish we're like margs just margaritas (laughs) it was just so long so it was essentially a platinum blonde color correction that i completely underestimated do you know how much i charged her like i just we all need to talk about this because just her color alone should have been well over a thousand dollars right uh
0: yeah she was pointing to shoulder length roots guys just to clarify in case yeah
1: it wasn't like a little touch up (laughs) no probably a level like six and a half five and a half let's say five and a half we'll give her that um (laughs) I charged her fifteen hundred dollars, including her extension here and her extension application. It was awful. ten hours. Ten hours
0: for ten hours. Mm. Mm. You learned, yeah. The light, with the light bulb, right? Yeah. <laughs> it another, you. another
1: wise word for my dad. You don't learn a valuable lesson until it costs you money. Like the Ooh. most valuable lessons you learn cost you money. And if he's not right every time, I. <laughs> I learned that one the hard way. I was like, this, I should have charged like five times this amount. Legit. Easily. Just, Legit. just
0: to get the blonde, to be honest. Like, I'm, I love a blonde. I am, I'm a, hello, I'm a blonde. But like, I yeah. love, a, but they're money. It's upkeep.
1: Money. Especially oh. with those kind of roots. It was awful. It was awful. But with
0: the extensions.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, like what was the biggest like extension correction I've had to do?
0: Well, no, no I mean that, that price was with, oh, the with extensions. Mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: yeah, okay, yeah, yes, yes. Young and dumb, never again.
0: <laughs> she learned. Yeah, I learned. <laughs> learned real quick.
1: Yeah, oh, my God. I think that was that was another big aha moment for me. Speaking of those, just realizing like pricing yourself to profit, right? Mm-hmm. If you're I, offering a luxury service, you shouldn't be scraping by. You've invested no. a lot in yourself, <laughs> in your education. And just, just the products you're, you're giving them. Yes, <laughs> yes, are expensive. Like, you have to make sure you, your costs are covered. I don't think enough people money talk
0: out. about it enough in I the agree. industry. From, like, Absolutely salon agree. owners to salon stylists. Like, to actually, like, not to shame salons and people who work at salons, but I just don't feel they know everything. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, yes. well, I know in my, when I went to college, college school, they were like, Salon, that's all you can do. Go be an assistant. I'm like, mm, good try. Um, but like no one knows there's things beyond, you know. Right. Like right. most people don't understand hair, wigs, just th- just the whole hair enhancements that we do in my world yeah. anyway. Wigs, they think of grandma yet wigs. But that's also what Melanie teaches. Do you know what I mean? Right. So like right. so the standard, yes. you know. So we're we're not yeah. just doing our amazing job, but we have to also educate them on our standards and how they can maintain it. Because they're our billboards. Because <laughs> if they can't 100%. do it one day, like if they can't do their hair cute one day, we got a problem, kids.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because my name will still be coming out of their mouth. So that's how I look at it anyway. Yes. yes. Whether it's good or bad, my name is good. Who did your hair? Oh my God, it looks amazing. Or who did your hair you know what I mean like both ends you get that and it's still your name coming up at the end yeah, <laughs> so I'm like you're
1: so right and
0: it's that education not just you but the client themselves for me yeah. so that's that yeah okay is there anything else you would tell someone to be like if they're on the fence of like should I should I start my education in extensions like what what would you be like Yes. What would you, what, what, would be the, the pull?
1: Well, I'm going to start by saying, I don't, I don't think you, if your goal is like to make a better career for yourself, make more money, right? We're all in business to make money, to make a living. Mm-hmm. If that's your goal, I don't think you have to do wigs or extensions to make a lot of money. Truly. I think you mm-hmm. need to specialize in something, whether that's a color, whether that's a particular cut, whatever that is. I think there needs to be a specialization, um, I don't think you have to have that be with extensions or wigs, but it, it truly changed my life. Like offering extensions, it changed my life. It changed my business and it has brought me more joy than I really could have ever imagined the transformation. Cause a lot of your clients, and I know, you know, this they're coming in with hair truly problems where it's like, it's sad. They are one person when they come and sit into your chair and they are a completely different person leaving your chair. The number of tears that I've shed with my clients over their excitement, like it it will make me emotional just like thinking about it because it's truly so much more than hair. And being able to give somebody the hair they never thought they could have there is no better feeling than that. I have goosebumps right now. Like there's no better feeling, you know? I,
0: two thousand percent yeah, I mean, and I think that's definitely. why we I think that's why we do it. Well, for, for me anyway. Like I want to make sure that they feel the best that they can so that they can live their fullest life. You know? And Absolutely. Me, I mean, I, I go back even for I'm like, well, if they can't feel good in the mirror and they can't go do their job, then no one's gonna come see them. That's just my world. So it's just yeah. that that making them feel good from the inside out, you know, and then we're going from the outside in. So it's like, and we're touching their heads. I have this whole philosophy, you know, we're touching their, their heads and it's like chakra points and all this and like, yeah. I don't wanna put my drama onto them, but then if you go into it with love and warmth and, and growth, you know, and you can give them whatever they want, you know, so yeah,
1: no. Just couldn't agree more, I couldn't agree more.
0: Oh my gosh, I I, I think, I think that's the the end of my interview holy cow
1: this, this was, was so much fun oh my
0: really gosh so okay so what um your uh instagram handle um mm-hmm. um tell them tell the tell the viewers where can they find you
1: uh, well you can find me on instagram it's mm-hmm. at Haley with two y's h-a-l-e-y-y And then Evans, E-V-A-N-S-S. So it's Haley Evans with two Y's and two S's. Um, And then you can also, if you're interested in the podcast, it's Nice Hair Podcast. Um, I have a website. It's www.haley-evans.com. It's really cute, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) I definitely encourage you guys, if if nothing else, if you're doing extensions or wigs or anything, truly – dive into my um my application process it is the biggest game changer
0: yeah um I saw it I didn't I didn't click but now I have to because I have to go see your your application form which I think is truly a game changer like especially like yeah
1: yeah it really is it just it lays everything out uh, yeah it and it eliminates a lot of the back and forth we're all busy we all yeah. our clients are busy like nobody wants to sit and answer in your dms and it also allows me to drive all of that instagram traffic into my email um where you actually like own the people that you're chatting with not own oh, them, but you have yes. their emails you yeah, have their I mean? information
0: yeah and that nowadays yeah. is is money you know yeah so, absolutely yeah.
1: This was amazing.
0: Thank you so much for doing this. Thank
1: you so much for having me. This was seriously so wonderful. I'm I'm so excited. This is great.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Wig Hackers. Have an idea or a question you'd like me to answer? Feel free to reach out on any of my social media platforms at Daniel Coy Official on Instagram or on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you and hope to inspire you. Don't forget to share and rate me and do your hair, because if you're looking good, you're feeling better. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives.